in the horror genre. I'm your host, Nicole, and it's time to share another dark tale. Hello, friends. Welcome back. I am here today to do something I don't do very often, and that is to give a film review. I went and saw the new Scream last night, and um, I just really, really enjoyed it. I found it very interesting, and um, I want to share my thoughts for a change. I was going to do just an Instagram story, and then I thought, you know, this is going to be a pretty long Instagram story, so maybe I should just pop on and do a little mini episode about it. So uh, let's dive in to Scream or Scream 5, uh, whatever your preference is. So a little background before I dive into my thoughts about this Scream film. Um, I loved the original Scream. I was probably borderline obsessed with it. I was 12 when it came out, and I was already a horror fan, but at that time, horror seemed like sort of a thing of the past. I would go to the video store with my mom, and I would rent horror movies a lot of times based on the box art, like I'm sure a lot of you did. Um, Also, you know, I was renting the big ones, Halloween and Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street was a favorite of mine, but it didn't seem like at that time in my life that horror was something that people cared about now. And of course, I'm talking about the 90s. Sure, there were some new horror movies, but it just seemed like the golden age of horror was a thing of the past and you kind of had to mine it for gems. And uh, my best friend at the time, whose name was also Nicole, was talking about this movie Scream. We were in, I think, sixth grade. And she was like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie Scream. I actually think we saw a poster for it at, I don't know, the movie theater video store or something. And um, I was like, oh, I haven't heard of it. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I'm sure I saw a trailer on TV or something, but I don't remember knowing much about it. Um, And I can't remember if I saw it in a theater or not. I don't think I did because, again, I was pretty young And uh, I don't know that my mom would have taken me to see that movie in the theater. But regardless, uh, I did eventually see it. Um, I have a very vivid memory of watching it at a slumber party for my cheerleading squad. And uh, it was just, it was a blast. Um, So in the movie, uh, whenever... Tara is talking about watching it at a slumber party when she was a kid. I was like, oh my gosh, that is my experience. And so I remember when Scream came out, having a very strong realization that, wow, this is, horror is back. Horror is not just something that lives in the past that you have to be nerdy about to appreciate. Like, this is this is big. Like, it felt big. And of course, it reinvigorated the genre. Um, Wes Craven did that twice. He did it once with Nightmare on Elm Street. He did it again with Scream. And it just changed the horror landscape. I mean, we might not be where we are today 
if it had not been for Scream coming along and just injecting life into this, what some people would say, you know, dusty old genre. And so I have just a huge respect uh, and appreciation for Scream. I rewatched it, it had been years and years and years and years, and I rewatched it as an adult in my probably late 20s, early 30s, and I might, I might have loved it even more. I just thought, wow, like this, this movie holds up. I still love it. You know, a lot of times you look back on things that you appreciated when you were a teenager and it's very, very embarrassing. Um, you know, you give yourself a little grace, but it's like, oh, wow. Um, but Scream was not that way. I was like, man, I'd, this movie still feels still feels big and uh, still feels fresh. And um, so that's kind of my background. That's uh, that's how I am coming to to Scream. Um so the Scream franchise in general, I've enjoyed. I think it's one of the stronger slasher franchises. Um, of course, there haven't been, you know, 10 of them. There have now been five. And um, I think three is really the only weak, really weak one in the bunch. Uh, however, I wasn't necessarily excited about a new Scream movie, um, even though I was obsessed with the first Scream the franchise as a whole is not something that, like, you know, I get super jazzed about, um, especially as my my taste have kind of changed over the years. I still appreciate slashers, but it's just not my favorite genre anymore. But, you know, of course, I, I watched the trailer and, you know, in the world of horror, we knew this was going to be a big one. So I'm kind of interested, but not like excited about the new screen. Of course, saying that, I was like, I'm definitely going to go to the theater to see it. Now, I didn't go to the theater to see Halloween Kills because I wasn't a huge fan of Halloween 2018. Um, so when I was given the option to not have to go to a theater to see Halloween Kills, like I took that route for sure. Scream was different. Um, if it had been streaming and in theaters, I still would have gone to the theater to see it. And um, didn't go opening weekend, though, you know, waited several days. But it was starting to get a little spoilery out there. And so I thought, I need, I just need to make this happen or I'm going to get some things spoiled. So needless to say, uh, these days, you know, we're just not sure what we're going to get when it comes to our beloved horror properties. But I like to remain optimistic, even if something seems like it's maybe not going to be great or maybe you don't love the people who are uh, who are producing it. You know, I like to I like to go in and be optimistic and um, so I've, you know, cautiously optimistic uh, going into Scream. And I got to say, like, I just I loved this movie. I mean, pretty much from the get go, I thought this is for me. I am enjoying this, you know, <laughs> um, which was really refreshing because there hasn't been a ton of that um, for me in the past couple of years of horror. Now, of course, originals, there's been lots of like fun, unique original stuff. But as far as just like the tentpole like properties go, um, there just hasn't been a lot of excitement. And so I was just, I was just enjoying myself in the theater so much. So let's get into the specifics of why this movie worked for me. Um, I'm going to talk about the cons first, and then I'll get into the pros and went on a positive note. Okay, cons. Number one, Ghost Billy. Now, Ghost Billy is also going to come up as a pro. But first of all, let's talk about the cons. Um, I really liked the concept of Ghost Billy, but just not the execution. Um, the whole him popping up in the mirror thing was just a little like, it was a little abrasive. 
And it felt kind of like they just added it as an afterthought. And like Skeet Ulrich, he's he's good looking and he still looks good. He's like 50. Um, and the fact that they were even able to dress him up as probably 20-year-old Billy Loomis and it worked at all um, is a testament to that. I'm sure, you know, he's got wrinkles and everything now. So I'm sure they used makeup. and But I think maybe they used CG on his face and like a little too much or something. But the whole, the mirror was just a little, it was a little much. Um, I think maybe if he would have been like actually standing in the room with her, possibly behind her, maybe a little blurred out. I don't know. But the whole mirror, especially the first time we see him, it was very abrupt. And um, I would have preferred if we learn that Sam is Billy's daughter as she's telling it to her sister, Tara, instead of like, oh, we just learned this and now we're going to hear it again. I think it would have been a little more impactful. So, you know, the fact that she's haunted by her dad, this serial killer, again, it's a great, it's a great concept. I think it's a great plot point for this movie. Um, But just the way they did it, just, it did not work completely for me. Um, Also, it irked me that like, how would she know what he looked like that night with the exact hair and the you know, the bloody white t-shirt and all of that. I'm sure, you know, crime scene photos, I guess. Uh, But that little detail bugged me just a little bit. Um, Another con that I have is the end, which I will tell you the end of Scream movies are almost always the weakest. Now, the end of the original Scream movie was fantastic and unexpected, But once we'd seen it the first time, then every Scream movie afterwards, like we know what we're going to get in the end. And so they have to, you know, they have to come up with a motivation every time. And it has to be different and new and it has to be relevant to what's going on in horror. It's it's a difficult nut to crack. So I go in with a little bit of grace for Scream endings. I just try to enjoy the ride. And hopefully the ending motivation is like good enough. And it was good enough uh, in this one. But so first of all, I mean, I guess we have to talk about the killers. Richie and Amber, I think we're fine. Um, I had my suspicions about Richie from scene one with him. I was like, oh, it's going to be him. Also, I thought he looked a little stewish. So I was like, oh, she's related to Billy. He's going to be related to Stu and it's going to be a whole thing. I did think they did a really great job of like they knew that we were going to think that. And so... They spent the whole movie kind of like dancing that line and they did a good job with like misdirection, I think, so that when he did end up being the killer, you were like, oh, I knew it, but I was down it for a little while. So I did appreciate that. But his kind of monologue about, you know, the fandom and like stab eight not being done right and we're going to give him new material for a new sequel. Again, the concept of that was fine, was fine. Um, I thought. All of the kind of explanation and film criticism in this movie was was solid and relevant. But because this is, you know, the requel, I really thought we were going to get the the crazy, you know, we're fans. They ruined our franchise. And then he was going to pivot to, oh, by the way, this is how I'm personally related to this tragedy. And this is why I'm doing this. Just like. Billy back in the day was like, oh, you know, it's just, did Hannibal Lecter need a motivation? And then he was like, by the way, I had this vendetta against your mother. Um, That's what sort of made that ending so cool because even Stu was like, what? So I thought we were going to get that. So I kept waiting as he was whining and whining about the Stab franchise. I was like, okay, this is going to turn really serious at some point. And it never did. So I would have 
appreciated that more. Um, having said that, it didn't like ruin anything for me. It just could have been a little stronger. And I, I'm pretty sure I have other criticisms, but that's all I can really think of right now. Those are my cons. Ghost Billy and a weak ending. A kind of weak ending. So now we're going to move on to the fun stuff. I'm going to talk about my pros, what I really liked about this movie. Um, first of all, the original cast. Overall, I think the inclusion of the original cast in this movie was handled very well. Um, age looks really good on Deputy Dewey. You know, he's we've watched him uh, grow up as this goofy dude. And as like a grizzled old sheriff, he looks good. Like he looks good and he's believable. Um, you know, his situation is, I think, really appropriate. He's had this traumatized, kind of sad life. And, you know, now he's this lonely man. And uh, I really felt for him. And it still felt real, though, when uh, Sam and Richie came to him for help, that he's, you know, reluctant, but he he can't say no. He just, he can't. And uh, that all felt very genuine to me. Um, also, Dewey and Gail's interaction when she first rolls into town was so sweet and, like, so raw. I was actually tearing up a little bit um, because these are people we've known for so long. We didn't need any backstory or anything. I mean, they just got right into it and got really real with each other. And I appreciated that. And um, it also felt a little bit like, is this Courtney Cox and David Arquette talking to each other? You know, also, I feel like you could feel that little bit of real life um, personal emotion behind it. And uh, I just, man, it just, I loved that. Um, I also think that the original cast was sprinkled in like just the appropriate amount. They didn't take over the show. Um, like in Scream 4, Sydney was, she was pretty important. Um, and in this one, you know, it felt more like, listen, this is something I got to do. So I'm here to handle it and to help you. But they really did feel um, like supporting characters and uh, not like the star of the show, which I appreciated. Like, I feel like if they didn't show up in the next scream, that would kind of be okay. You know, you wouldn't be like, oh, where do they go? It, it just, it feels like possibly an ending and a passing of the torch. And the last thing I want to say about the original cast is um, Dewey's death was so good. You know, Dewey's death has been teased since the beginning. And, um, you know, at some point... Sydney Gale or Dewey, we're going to have to die. You know, you, you can't keep this franchise going and and not uh, kill somebody off, which, you know, of course, they comment on that in the movie. And, uh, and they're right. Um, but there's a lot of times Dewey could have died in this franchise where he would not have been great. And um, I felt like his death was spot on. It was brutal um, they did not leave any room for interpretation. It wasn't like, oh, well, he got shot, but he survived in the end. Like, no, they they definitely made sure we knew he's not coming back from this one. And um, just his whole character arc in this movie was was great. Like I said, despite the past, he was willing to jump in and help this new group of people. And instead of running, I mean, he just decided like, no, I got to face this head on and basically sacrificed himself for for these people. So, uh, I really thought Dewey was given, given a proper, a proper death. So moving on to the new cast. Um, I really liked the new kids for the most part, even though Kevin Williamson did not write this one. Uh, I didn't miss his kind of like teen dialogue, um, which is fun a lot of times, but can get kind of cringy. So 
I felt like we didn't really have any uh, any of that kind of you know campy snarky teen dialogue they seemed not maybe not real but maybe a little more real and I absolutely loved the you know the framing device the explanation for what kind of horror movie we're in the explanation that we got from Mindy the the idea of yeah you know the toxic fandom and the requel I thought was great it just made sense for where we are. And that's the thing with Scream is you always wonder like, okay, what are they going to comment on? Where are we at in horror? And they've always done a pretty good job with that. And um, I think they picked – I think they picked the correct topic for this one. And um, also, the, the people have been speculating about this movie for a long time. And it's interesting to see how the internet chatter about this movie played out in real time in the movie. Like people were predicting that – either a child of Stu or Billy was going to show up. And that happened. Also, this whole kerfuffle about the title, Scream, right? I've seen a lot of chatter about, okay, is this just, this is part of the trend of calling a movie its original title? Or is the title of this movie itself a commentary on where we are? And it absolutely was. So whenever Richie was watching uh, the little youtube fan review about stab six or eight or whatever and they were like why are you calling it stab call it stab six you're not fooling anybody just calling it stab and it's like those are exact comments that you've seen about halloween or uh, or scream you know so i thought wow how i love that they just lean into this and just called it scream as a comment on where we are loved that um, also, last thing I want to say about the new cast is like, shout out to Wes's Frosted Tips. Loved his Frosted Tips. Uh, I just thought, what a great homage to the 90s, um, especially since in the beginning, Tara is like, yeah, it was the 90s and everybody had weird hair. <laughs> so I loved it. And now I'm wondering like, oh, man, are are kids going to start showing up with Frosted Tips again because of this movie? They've already got, you know, chokers and the big pants and everything. So uh, we shall see. Next up on my pros list are the kills. Um, I thought the kills in this movie were great. Uh, They did not pull any punches. They showed us the violence. They lingered on it. Um, Especially I'm thinking particularly of when Wes gets stabbed in the neck. I mean, they just hung on to that. And it reminded me just a little bit of how I felt watching the original, because when you watch the original Scream now, um, it's violent, but it's tame compared to what we've seen in the wake of uh, torture porn and New French Extremity and all these things. Uh, Scream seems very tame. But at the time, it was pretty brutal. I mean, it was the most violent thing I had seen up until that point. Again, I was 12. Um, And I just remember that final scene when Billy and Stu are stabbing each other and there's just blood everywhere. I mean, I just remember that being like, difficult to watch. And uh, so, of course, this scream, Scream 5, Scream 2022, (laughs) is probably the most violent scream there's ever been. Um, But they have to, like, up that ante, I think, to kind of try to make us feel like we did when we saw the original. And um, I think my favorite kill was probably, well... Dewey because it had such an emotional impact. But other than that, Deputy Judy, oh my gosh, killing her in broad daylight in a neighborhood was 
a stroke of genius. And I loved it. It felt fresh and bold. And I loved it. Okay, so I I said Ghost Billy was a con. And then it's also a pro. So now I'm going to talk about the pros of Ghost Billy. Um, I love that they brought Skeet back. It is no secret that I love Billy Loomis. You know, there's been this debate about Billy Loomis, hot or not. Um, I follow, I fall on the hot side. Um, I just have always loved Skeet Ulrich. I'd never seen him in anything before Scream. I don't know what he had done before that. But, you know, had a crush on him. And then um, when... He was in, there's a movie that a lot of you have probably never even heard of called The Newton Boys. It's a Western and it stars Skeet Ulrich, Matthew McConaughey, Vincent D'Onofrio, and Ethan Hawke. Uh, I suggest if you've not seen it, you got to seek it out because it's a really fun movie. But he's in that movie and um, that's when like my Skeet crush got really big because he's very cute in that movie. Um, But anyway, there's been this little Billy Loomis debate. Um, for the last few years. And I feel like um, the gif of him like licking the blood off his fingers has just become more popular. And um, I feel like the filmmakers were like, you know what? I think we're just we're going to bring back Billy Loomis. I think people will love it. And guess what I did? Because even though Ghost Billy in the mirror was ridiculous, I mean, every time I was just so happy to see him that I kind of didn't care. <laughs> so um like i said uh while i would have executed it differently i just man it's huge fan service but i don't care i just love that they brought billy lewis back i was so happy to see him (laughs) oh and um part of the reason why i decided i needed to go see this movie is because skeet ulrich posted on his instagram a picture of him on set as billy lewis and at first i thought it was an old set picture because that's how good he looks but he was sitting next to a new cast member. And I was like, oh, my, what is happening here? And I, I knew. I was like, it's going to be a flashback or something. But I was like, I got to get to the theater because, like I said, it's getting spoilery out there. But anyway, Skeet's back. I'm happy. So my last pro is um, the final shot. I was really wondering how they were going to end this. And um, I was a little concerned that at the end when Sam approaches Gail and Sydney, that there was maybe going to be some kind of like stinger or she was going to lose it or, you know, they were going to have us questioning her sanity. Like, is she going to go be a killer now? And I'm really glad they did not do that because I sort of felt it. And I really appreciate that they kept it simple and just leaned into this whole requel idea and they gave us the same final shot from the original you know, we got the sun rising over Stu's house. We've got the reporter in the yellow suit. I mean, it just it just hit me in the right spot. I wondered how they were going to wrap it up. And and I think that that was that was just the right choice. So overall thoughts, um, I am going to make kind of, I think, what might be a bold statement. And I think this is my second favorite in the franchise. I love two. And I don't really have any complaints about four. Uh, three, of course, was something else. <laughs> um, but I mean, this one, it just really catered to my love of the first one. It just hit me in all the right spots. It didn't really worked for me. I think they kept it pretty simple. I think they executed it very well. And um, even though, you know, I have a couple of critiques overall, I just I just loved it. I just really loved it. So, um, you know, I'll give some more time to maybe think about it. And uh, it, it might it might not end up landing as my second favorite. But 
Uh, but who knows? I just I had a great time. Uh, I don't know, you know, where they're going to go from here. You know, I, I don't think we need another Scream movie. We probably didn't need this Scream movie. Um, so I don't know. It's like, are we going to get another Scream movie in two years, five years? Is it going to be another decade? Um, if it takes a decade between movies to get good ones, then by all means, you know, let's uh, let's give it a decade. Um, oh, one thing I didn't mention. I was also interested to see this movie because it's the first one without Wes Craven. And that man, I just love that man. Um, I say that like I know him. Uh, he's one director I would love to have, you know, met. And of course, I, I didn't get to. But um, I was a little nervous about how the new filmmakers were going to handle Scream. And um, they're the same team that did Ready or Not, which I've not seen, but I've heard really good things about. Um, and I have to say, I think they did a great job. You know, it was a big task. I think because they they did in my opinion, keep it kind of simple and just executed the points you need to execute for a screen movie that it ended up working out. So, you know, I don't know. Are, are they now going to be the holders of the Scream franchise? Is somebody else going to take the next one? I don't know. But um, in this case, I think having a fresh creative team on it really paid off. So I haven't listened to any uh, other reviews yet. I wanted to just hop on here and give my thoughts before I listen to anybody else's. But now I'm going to spend my day uh, working away and listening to other people's thoughts on Scream, Scream 5, Scream 2022. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm excited to hear what other people thought. Uh, I'm excited to, fig to figure out if, uh, if my own love of the first one has completely clouded my judgment or are other people feeling the same vibe. If you want uh, an in-depth review of Scream, because I have just glossed the surface here, I would suggest going and listening to the Straight Chilling podcast, friends of mine, or, or and check out Halloweenies. They do a deep dive into a franchise every season, and this season has been Scream, and they released two episodes about Scream, Scream 5, Scream 2022. <laughs> so um, if you really want to take a deep dive go listen to one of those two podcasts. So you guys have a great rest of your week and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. You can find the show on Instagram and Facebook at Light and Shadow Pod. Sign up to become a supporter on Patreon for early access to all episodes and more. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help other people find the show. Until next time, stay spooky. Surprise, Sydney.